Hello, Hillel. I'm Gabby Ostrope, and you're listening to the Berkeley Hillel Podcast. This week, I talked to one of my favorite people in the whole entire world, Berkeley Hillel's Director of Engagement, Molly Shapiro. Molly knows the name of just about every single person that walks into the building, so I thought it was high time we got to know her a bit better. We talk about where she grew up, what brought her to Berkeley Hillel, and what she loves about working here. She also shares some very important fun facts about herself along the way. With that, here's my interview with Berkeley Hillel's Director of Engagement, Molly Shapiro. Hi, Molly. Hey, Gabby. Hi. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, Molly, I love you. <laughs> wow. Way to start a podcast. I know. <laughs> Feeling um, that love. Molly, you're our Director of Engagement here at Berkeley Hillel. And you're the beautiful, shining face that everybody first sees when they come in the building. And you take so many students out to coffee and get to know them. But I think it's important that we get to know you, too. So that's why I'm going to talk to you on this podcast today. Also because I'm obsessed with you. (laughs) Uh, You all can't see it, but I'm about to do a hair flip. (laughs) Oh, I can confirm it was a great hair flip. So let's start at the beginning. Molly, I know this, but tell the people where you're from and, you know, some basics. Where'd you go to college? What'd you study in school? Did you like it? (laughs) Tell me about it. Wow. Okay, so I was born on a cold day, uh, December 26th at Cedar sinai Hospital. Um, I am from Southern California. Originally, I was born in L.A., but I grew up mostly in Orange County. O.C.? (laughs) O.C.? Um, but fun fact about a little bit about where I grew up is actually I lived in the Caribbean for four years. I didn't know that. Uh-huh. I lived on an island called Nevis, um, which is a sister That's where Alexander kids. Hamilton's from. Well, <laughs> here we are now. Me and Alexander Hamilton were basically the same, but different. Um, so I lived on an island for four years. I actually started school there. Um, I was ages three to seven. And then I moved to Orange County um, we moved for my mom's work. She worked in the hotel business. And Why did you move to the island? Because my mom had a choice between Georgia or the Caribbean, and thank goodness <laughs> my mother chose the Caribbean. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so she worked in the hotel business, and we got transferred. That's so cool. And that was very cool. And then we moved back to Orange County, um, and that was closer to like my grandmother and some other family that we had there, uh, and I grew up there for uh, until I graduated high school. And I graduated high school and decided to move to Israel my first year of college. And I studied in Jerusalem at Hebrew U. And I studied a bunch of things. Um, It was my first year of college, so really had no idea what I was doing. (laughs) And had an amazing, uh, amazing year. I actually turned 18 in Israel. And I on December twenty sixth. On December twenty sixth, right? Um, maybe not as cold of a day, but still and now cold you continually have birthdays in Israel on birthright. I do. <laughs> I have had many birthdays in Israel on birthright. I actually had my thirteenth birthday in Israel and my eighteenth birthday in Israel. I think I've had my twenty fifth, twenty sixth, twenty seventh, and twenty eighth birthdays all in Israel. That's amazing. Wow. Oh my gosh, Israel and me. Wow, we go way back. Um, and so from there, I moved back to Orange County to do community college for two years. And after that, I ended up applying to a school in Oakland called Mills College, and I studied psychology and music with an emphasis in voice performance, studying classical and opera singing. And you're an incredible singer. Thank you, Gabby. That's so nice. Mostly I just sing in my car now. And um, 
Yeah, that's what brought me to the Bay Area. Cool. Yeah. Um, and what was your Jewish journey like growing up? And what was the, the path you've taken and where do you see yourself on it now? Ooh, those Jewish journeys, they really, they really take you on a journey. So uh, I was very involved in Judaism my whole life because it was really in our home. Um, my dad and my mom were both raised in Jewish households. And my dad always says he was raised in like a conservadox household. Like his dad was Orthodox, his mom was conservative. So they kind of like mixed it up a bit. And growing up, we did lots of Shabbat in our house. Um, I wouldn't say we were like Shomer Shabbat. We don't like observe Shabbat. There, were, there was like candles every Friday, Kiddush, you know, blessing over the wine and challah. And my dad actually, um, many years later, uh, actually became a cantor because he loves Judaism and also has a really beautiful voice. And Judaism for me was just like part of what we did. Um, and growing up, when we got back to Orange County, we ended up joining a synagogue. So I was raised in the conservative movement. So and a big Jewish community in Nevis? There's not a big <laughs> Jewish community in Nevis. Um, the only Jewish thing on the island, actually, is a cemetery. Oh, <laughs> so not the happiest cool. place. <laughs> no, really not a Jewish community. But we made it work, and we were able to fly back a few times for holidays or um, have my you know grandparents come out or whatever. So... Not much of a Jewish life <laughs> on the island, except for our, in our own home, um, which was really fun. And I think that that's what makes it really meaningful um, to our family now and me growing up and trying to figure out what it means to me in my life and how to bring it into my home. And so I was I was raised in the conservative movement. I was really involved in uh, USY, which is United Synagogue Youth, the conservative movement's youth group. And I grew up going to Hebrew school, very affiliated Jews. Um, my brother was the president of our chapter. And then two years later, I was the president of our chapter. We're a little bit overachieving <laughs> people in our family. And then, um, and I would say my Jewish journey, I had no idea I would end up as a Jewish professional, even though my whole life, I like was a Jewish camp counselor and assistant director. And I like, babysat Jewish kids and I like was in synagogue all the time. I like basically did everything you could to be Jewish and like went to Israel several times and uh, had never thought about working in the Jewish world and decided um, that after community or during community college, I ended up being a USY advisor for the synagogue that I grew up at. And that was really great. And then moving up here, I actually had very little Jewish life when I moved up here to go to Mills. And that's actually when I started keeping fully kosher. So I think that's part mm -hmm. of my Jewish journey is we kept kosher in my home in high school, but not out of the home. And when I moved away from my family and all the familiar things, I decided that was the time that I knew I was moving away from the like comfort of my Jewish community. So I thought like fully keeping kosher would maybe make me think about Judaism more often, mm -hmm. like three times a day, hopefully. Mm -hmm. um, I ate a lot of tofu <laughs> that I was not used to eating. Um, so I learned a lot about that. And then I ended up working at a synagogue for three years after I graduated college as a youth director. And um, that was a huge like, like point in my Jewish journey that led me on. I took a lot of professional development opportunities through that. I got to travel to Israel more. I even started staffing birthright trips while I was there, which has also led me to where I am today. And um, after three years, I ended up finding this amazing opportunity at Hillel, um, which now I direct all of the engagement. Mm -hmm. And my Jewish journey, I'm still on it. I would say my personal and my professional Jewish journey are 
separate but together. Um, and I'm still trying to figure it out, but I keep as much of a kosher home as I can. I celebrate as many Jewish holidays as I can, mostly at work, and I'm trying to figure out what it looks like in my personal life. There's a few communities that I really enjoy being in. Um, and so I'm like still figuring it out of where I want to take my Judaism and how it looks with me every day. Yeah. Thanks for sharing, Molly. Thanks for listening. Um, So you mentioned how you found this Berkeley Hillel. So now you're our director of engagement. So what is exciting to you about engagement? Why do you do what you do? Y'all, this is the best job ever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If anyone is a people person, this is your job. This is is what you want to do. So why do I... Why is it important that we do this? So I actually... uh, I'm going to say this on the podcast and... I have no problem saying it because I said it in some of my interviews, even when I was interviewing for this job. When I was a college student at Mills College, I actually came to Berkeley Hillel like two times. And like I said, there wasn't really a big Jewish community on Mills campus. And I went to, I went to Hillel and I did not feel welcome at all. Um, Very few people said hello to me, if, if any. Um, I even knew people from like growing up and even then I didn't feel welcome. And That, I think, like, sparked in me this feeling of, like, everyone should feel welcome in Judaism. And I think that that particular, those, like, moments make me feel like I want every single person who has an inkling or thought about Judaism to feel like it's accessible and feel like they can walk into it and and be welcomed by it. And I, and I think that I'm driven by this, by like making people feel accepted, making them feel like they're enough, um, by making them feel like they have a place to go. That's not just school. Um, and really be able to explore a part of their identity. And I like, just hope to do a little bit of that in, in the work that I do here. You're doing so much. (laughs) Thanks Gabby. (laughs) Um, so what does that look like? in your daily tasks of being here at Hillel? Sure. (laughs) Um, What's really nice about this job, something that I love, is that every day is different. I think that's something that I was really looking for in a career, is that my every day is not sitting at a computer. But uh, I would say on a day-to-day basis, it can look anywhere from sitting in the lobby and welcoming students in alongside the Dofies, our directors of first impressions, Mm -hmm. Just talking to the students that are in the building, checking in to see how they're doing. It doesn't have to be about Judaism. It's about being part of a community. And I think being part of a community means that you're seen. And um, this is a really big school. And I can imagine that if I went here, I would be lost. And I don't want people to feel lost. So some of that is just saying hello and saying someone's name, as I'm sure we'll talk about. I love knowing people's names. She's the best at names. I try. (laughs) Um, And... Part of that might be going on campus to go engage students, maybe tabling, um, maybe matzah on the glade, that's what we had today, um, or bagels on the glade, Um, or just taking students to coffee that I've met at other, you know, at events or that I haven't seen in a while, checking in on students that maybe came on birthright with me and I haven't seen them in a little bit, or I'm hearing of struggles of, you know, that students are having and being able to just like reach out a hand and just say, hey, can I like, you want to go on a walk together or you want to go to Strata and grab a coffee, even though I don't drink coffee, whatever. (laughs) Um, But I think just like those one-on-one relationships are the biggest part 
I would say like the biggest and deepest part of my job. And then there's like engagement strategy that I think of, you know, as, as I sit down on my computer and I think about what are we missing? Um, who's missing? Who are we missing, you know, reaching out to? But I think I gather that information from really talking to students. Mm -hmm. That's the best way that I do it. And I get to do that on a daily basis is just like saying hello and seeing how everyone's doing. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely do that. I say hello to a lot of people. It's true. (laughs) Um, So you've been here for three years now. Um, What do you like about working here? I feel like I've mentioned a few of those (laughs) things. Um, I, what do I love about being here? Um, I love the students. Uh, The students are my favorite part of this job. Um, I think walking in this building and being met by friendly faces that like welcome me into the building every day feels really nice that it feels like a, a fun place for me to go to. I also really love the staff. Uh, you know, it's, I feel very lucky for the team that I work with that they are hard workers, that they like to have fun, that we like to spend time outside of work together, that we like to spend time at work, you know, with each other. And I think that the students also see that, and I think that it really makes it a great place to work, which we won an award for uh, two years ago that we um, were, we actually got voted best place to work. We got like an award for that. So, um, because it really is. And I, I think that that's something that I really love about this job. And also, yeah, I don't know, like meeting students and hearing stories of how Judaism plays into their life and how, how I can help them or support them or how whatever Judaism is in their life that like we can explore that together. And I think that that's so fun. And then hearing some of the impact that Hillel can have on students, I think is just like keeps me going. It just energizes me to hear when students say that they feel welcomed from this place and they never felt welcomed in a place before, you know, it makes me feel good and happy (laughs) about all things. Awesome. Um, so looking forward at Hillel, what's something that you hope for the future of Hillel, either within your position or just, or generally? The future of Hillel. <laughs> oh, I have so many dreams for Hillel. Um, one thing is that I, I hope that any person who thinks that they're Jewish is kind of Jewish, even though you're totally Jewish. Um, Like, anybody who, like, is Jewish has no trouble walking into this building. That there is such a, like, positive, welcoming culture that people know about all over campus that even if you're not Jewish, you want to be here. You want to be in this community because there's so much going on and so much to offer that the values just line up with all the students that want to be part of something. Um, That's like the big, you know, Mm -hmm. fun dream. Um, The other dream is that I, I hope that, um, I hope that Hillel is not just a building, but rather, um, rather like a feeling or a place that like you can take into your home. Like it doesn't have to be this building. And I'm sure Adam would kill me for saying that because we just (laughs) bought this brand new building and, you know, and it's amazing and I'm really excited about it. But Judaism doesn't have to have to happen in one particular place, but rather 
How can Hillel provide the resources and support for students to make their homes feel Jewish or make their lives feel Jewish or that non-Jewish students feel like they can be a part of a community to learn and um, like, how can we be out of this building? How can Hillel be out of the building? Um, and I, so I think some of my dreams are like to really literally meet students where they're at in dorms. I want to do more dorm programming. I want to like be where students are when they move here because the transition here can be so hard. How can we, how can we be with them? Um, I want to give um, students the ability to host at their apartments and feel like it's not scary. Like I feel scary to host sometimes in my apartment. Um, so like, how can we be there for students and have them engage their own peers I think those are some of my dreams for the future of Hillel. <laughs> and I think dream. we do some of it, but I think that there's so much room to grow. Yeah. Thanks, Molly. Yeah. Um, so you're a delightful person to talk to, obviously. Oh, thank you. Um, what are some things that, if a student doesn't know you or wants to get to know you, that they could talk to you about that you're interested in that um, might spark a nice conversation? That's a great question. <laughs> Can be Jewish or otherwise. Oh, great. <laughs> um, okay. Well, maybe I'll just tell you some fun facts about sure. me. Um, I feel, well, so I feel like I know like little, uh, like little things about a lot of things, you okay, know? Yeah. So, and I like talking about almost anything because I'm a talker. <laughs> so really, if you want to come up and talk to me, I'm happy to talk about yeah. anything. Um, fun facts about me is that I happen to be a black belt in karate. Whoa. So that's like a thing. So if you want to like come chat about like the martial arts, I don't have like a huge knowledge of martial arts, but like if you want to chat. But karate. But karate, I like know a little bit. I trained for a very long time. Um, I I actually really love um, teaching and educating around like Jewish rituals. So like if you want to like learn the blessings for Shabbat or want to learn how to lead something that you could do at Hillel or at your home, I am more than happy to be a partner in that and teach um, something that I feel really uh, blessed about is that like my dad really taught my brother and I both by example and also like sitting us down and teaching us um, where it makes me feel like I can like jump in at any time and it and I want to like be able to give that to people also so if there's any time that like a student ever wants to like learn how to say the hamotzi the blessing of a bread I'm your girl I'd be happy to do that um I don't know what else we could talk about you love the office oh I love the <laughs> office thank you for reminding You're me Gabby. if you ever want to talk about the office I'm definitely your girl <laughs> I am constantly watching it if I'm not watching it, there's something wrong. <laughs> um, I do love The Office. I have a lot of love for it. So if you ever want to talk about that, I did win second place in a trivia night. 50 teams. We won second place. Whoa. We got voted best team name. Which was? Um, it's going to be, I, I hope I have it memorized. It's like www.creedthoughts.com backslash creedthoughts dot gov or something like that right um if you want to learn that reference happy to share it with you um but i do love the office i don't know i feel like i those are just a few things but in general i really like talking about whatever's going on and um yeah great yeah all of those things those are wonderful things i feel like i'm pretty approachable so anything yeah. that you ever want to talk about um 
also like on a deeper level, if there's ever a time that you're feeling a struggle of not feeling Jewish enough or whatever those things are, or you feel like you want to go on birthright or, (laughs) or you don't know how you feel about birthright or your friends going on birthright, but you don't know, like, I'm also happy to talk about those things. So yeah, all of those things. Amazing. Uh, That's really all the questions I have, but could we do like a quick lightning round? Just like some favorites of yours. Oh my gosh. Sure. Yes. I think I remember what I wanted to ask. Okay. Um, Your favorite Jewish holiday. Passover. Passover. Great. Um, Your favorite Hillel event that happens during the year. I love barbecue. (laughs) Um... Do you listen to podcasts sometimes? I listen to some podcasts. What's your favorite podcast? I mean, besides, besides yours. Besides <laughs> um, So my best friend started a podcast. She's only done like two episodes, but I love her podcast. It's called Francis Wah, which is like after the movie Francis Ha. It's really only like two episodes, but I do like that one. I also listen to um, Up First every morning. So that's my like... Get me going, political, want to know what's going on in the world podcast. Awesome. That's it. Whoa, that's it? I don't remember the other Great. ones. <laughs> my favorite color is green. My favorite color is also green. Whoa, but my favorite color to wear is royal blue. So important to know. Just so you know. <laughs> well, Molly, you're my adult best friend. <laughs> I love you so much. I can really uh, confirm that you're the person to go to for any and all problems but also any and all joys because you're great at sharing in both of those um i'm really grateful for you and i love you so much thanks gabby man if you really need an ego boost go on this podcast (laughs) i'll just praise you just praise me you're special well thank you so much for this opportunity gabby and i love that you're doing a hello podcast you're welcome and goodbye goodbye Thanks for listening to Hello Hillel. Please subscribe so that you always know when we have a new episode. Barbecue is on Wednesday at 6 and on Friday, Soul Hours from 6 to 7 and Shabbat dinner starts at 7. Please check out Hillel's website, brooklynhillel.org, to learn more about all of our amazing programming and events. Have a great week and I'll see you at Hillel.